Well, hello again, and welcome again to another podcast, Down to Earth, but Heavenly Minded, and I'm your host, Irv Rish. And today, we're continuing on in our reading of uh, The Inner Chamber and the Inner Life by Andrew Murray. And today, we are on Chapter 22, and the title of the chapter is The Will of God. That said, let us continue our reading. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Uh, Matthew 6.10 You know, the will of God is the living. Well, we're going to look at different points. Uh, This is point one. The will of God is the living power to which the world owes its existence. Through the will, and according to that will, it is what it is. It is the expression of the manifestation or embodiment of the divine will in the wisdom, power, and goodness. It is the beauty and glory, but what it owes to God, having willed it, as will formed, as that would will form it, uh, so It upholds it every day. Creation, uh, thus, does what it is uh, destined for. It shows forth the glory of God and gives glory to him that liveth forever and ever, saying, Thou art worthy to receive glory, for thou hast created all things, and because of thy will they are and were created. Okay. The second thing, number two, this is the true uh, intimate nature. It is still more true of intelligent creation. The divine will undertook the creation of a creature will in its own image and likeness uh, with the living power to know and accept it cooperate with that will to which it owes its being. The blessedness of the unfallen angel consisted in counting it their highest honor and happiness to be able to will and do exactly what God wills and does. The glory of heaven is that God's will is done there. The sin and misery of fallen angels and men consists simply in the having turned away from and refused to abide in and do the will of God. Number three, redemption is nothing but the restoration of God's will to a place in the world. To this end, Christ came and showed in his human life how man uh, had but one thing to live for, that doing of God's will. He shows us how there was one way of conquering self-will by a death to it. In in obeying God's will, even unto death. i got to clear my throat and get a drink of coffee here. 
He shows us how there was only one way to conquer self-will by death uh, to it, and to obey God's will even unto death. So he atones for our self-will and conquers it for us and opens a path through death and resurrection unto life entirely united with and devoted to the will of God. Number four, God's redemption, our redeeming will, is now able to do in fallen man what his uh, creation will as wrath and even works by nature or in the unfalling being. In Christ, his example, God has revealed uh, the devotion and and the delight in his will, which he asks and uh, expects of us. In Christ and his spirit, he renews and takes possession of our will, works in, works in it to do will and to do, making us able to and willing to do all his will. He himself worketh all things after the counsel of his will. He makes us perfect in every good thing to do his will, working in us that which is pleasing in his sight. As this is revealed by the Holy Spirit and believed and received into the heart, we begin to get an insight into the prayer. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And the true desire is awakened for that life it promised. Number five. How essential is it to a believer that he reveals his re, uh, revelation to God's will and the claim on him? Many, many believers have no concept of what their faith or their feelings ought to be in regards to the will of God. How few who say, my whole thought of blessedness is in nothing but the most complete harmony with the will of God. I feel my one need to be and even maintain surrender not in the very least thing, even to do other than what God wills me to do. By God's grace, every hour of my life may be a living in the will of God and doing it as he done in heaven. Number six, it is, the, it is only as a living faith in the divine will working out its purpose increasing in us, master the heart, that we shall have the courage to believe in the answer to the prayer of the Lord taught. It is only as we see that it is through Jesus Christ that this workings of God's will in us is carried out, 
that we should understand how it is the close union to him that gives the confidence that God's will work all in us. And it is only this confidence in God through Jesus Christ that will assure us that we too can do our part and that our feeble will on earth can truly ever uh, correspond and cooperate with the will of God. Let us but accept our destiny and our obligation as the one thing uh, our hearts desire that in everything the will of God be done in us and by us as it is done in heaven that faith will overcome the world. Number seven, the will may not be disconnected from the living union with the Father here, nor the living presence of the Blessed Son. It is only by the divine guidance given through the Holy Spirit that the will of God in its beauty, in its application to daily life, and in its ever-growing uh, revelation can be truly known. This teaching will be given not to the wise and the prudent, but to the babes, that men of childlike disposition, who are willing to wait for and depend on what is given them. The divine guidance will lead in the path of God's will. Number eight, our secret intercourse with God is the place where we uh, repeat and learn this great lesson. The God who I worship asked me uh, perfect union with his will. My worship means I delight to do thy will, O God. Thy morning hours in thy inner chamber, thy secret intercourse with God, as in these the knowledge of God's will, the power to perform it, and the entire and joyful surrender to do all God's will, are sought and cultivated. Our study of God's word and our prayer will bring them true and full blessings. And that ends the reading for today. Till tomorrow. Bye for now.